Welcome to MoviePass Challenge, the podcast where we use MoviePass to see a different random movie every day for the entire month of March. Day 19, what did we see? I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. How much would you pay to see this movie? One dollar. Okay. What's your criteria for that? I wasn't interested in it. I didn't actually know what it was, but after it started, I realized it was a movie that I'd seen a preview for. Mm-hmm. And the preview basically told me everything about the movie. I don't know. I didn't really feel like I needed anything else. This is absolutely not a movie for people who are not Christian and are yeah, and or are true. not fans. So I feel like I would say more than a dollar. I'm having a hard time saying why I would say more than a dollar. Right. I mean, think about it realistically. I wouldn't go to see this movie. So I, having seen it, it was less awful than I expected it to be. And I don't just mean the quality of the movie. I mean the experience of seeing a movie that's aimed at Christians while not being a Christian. It was less awful. I, it wasn't overly preachy. It was kind of more of a personal story. And the story was a little overly simplistic. And you could really, really tell that like probably the first draft was like an autobiography and someone mm-hmm. came along and, and it was like probably not very good or compelling. Very weird movie. Yeah. And then someone else probably came along who actually knew storytelling and was like, okay, I've got to do some work on this, but didn't completely overhaul it so it it was very uneven as a story but there were parts that were human that were much more human than i expected so i would say two dollars yeah so i had a lot of questions um the first question i had was is the actor bart millard is it bart millard playing bart millard and then my next question was is bart millard real or is this made up and then i thought is his band real and then i thought like well the band has to be real because everyone in the band looks like and has like the acting ability of a non-actor, like a normal person, like pretending to be an actor, like in a movie. So that was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they weren't so stilted that it was like, oh, grown, but it, it felt like they were shoehorned in, like they were supposed to be the actual band. This feels like the type of movie you would make about a song that's out now that's like in the news mm-hmm. or like a big deal. So making it about a song that I gather is like 20 years old, over 25 years old, 21 years old, 97, I think is what I read. Really? Yeah. So then it makes you think like, is this song historically important? They'd make a movie about it. I guess and then, they talked about it at the White House prayer breakfast yeah. or something. And then another question I kept having while I was watching it was, when is it? When is this taking place? And then I had another question later, which is, who is Amy Grant? What? That's the, that's surprising. I kept like putting people on the screen. I was like, oh, I've heard the name, but she doesn't look familiar. And then they would like talk about other Christian musicians. Like there's a guy named Smitty. And I was like, is Smitty real? <laughs> Smitty is Michael W. Smith and he is real. Okay. Yeah. But, and it was very weird. I mean, honestly, I guess you could say it's not even a movie that's made for Christians who don't listen to Christian music. Because, I mean, Michael it's, W. Smith and Amy Grant's a big name, not just because she's a big name, but she's crossover into country. Uh, I had another question, which was, um, why is Dennis Quaid in this movie? And then my last question was, why would a perfect God invent human pain and suffering? <laughs> but those are the only real questions I had when watching it. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was just really confused the whole time. <laughs> um do you really want answers to a lot of those questions? Or no, no, that, no, that no. I don't. I don't want you. Joke? No, no. I don't want you to answer these questions at all. These are just the questions I was that like when I was watching it. I was like confused because I was like, is this Bart Milton? Is Bart? 
Yeah, I, I was wondering that too because he seemed so out of place. This is, this is the type of movie that you would make about like a current song and put the musician and the band like in the movie because it's really popular to like sell albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was just really uneven. <laughs> Dennis Quaid just blew everyone away when it came to acting uh-huh. ability and... I mean, his character was probably the most consistent and least nonsensical and made the most sense. And I I don't know if it's 100% his acting ability, but I was like, I'm not even a Christian. And and I'm kind of like buying the fact that like Christianity would turn this guy's life around. Jesus saved Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Um, You know, Dennis Quaid acted the shit out of this movie. He was like really good. Well, we were talking in the car on the way back about the difference between him and Bruce Willis and Death Wish. And it's like both guys are actors who are probably a little past their prime. This was a movie that he did just because it was the only thing available and he needed to make some money. Oh, no way. I'm sure this doesn't pay well. Well, but even if it doesn't pay well, I mean, it's not like actors always make a million billion dollars every role and maybe he needed the money or whatever. Maybe Maybe he just needed some exposure. It still feels like he brought his A plus 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 game, whereas Bruce Willis was like, yeah, give me the money and I'll just be Bruce Willis. You know, I'll phone it in. So the next question is, how are your feelings about having to see it again? I hope we don't see it again, just because if we see it again, that would be like this week or next week. And that's like way too soon. I feel like at this point, I'd much rather see any of the movies from earlier in the month. How about you? Yeah, I wouldn't want to see this again just because it's not, I mean, the first time was okay, much more okay than I expected. I would not want to see this movie again. I would not. Please don't make me. Um, well, that's a challenge. Yeah. I, it won't be me making you. Um, that kind of segues into our next question for me, which what was unique about this movie going experience. The movie was pretty full. We had been told to show up early because there were places that are, like, buying out theaters. This is Sunday night. This didn't... And we should have, like, probably thought that there's still, like, a lot of Sunday night church stuff that happens. I feel like that's exaggerated anyway, but... It's probably not, but it was pretty full. It was pretty full, but it wasn't packed or anything. It was a different audience. It was very mixed. There were a lot of kids in there, and Christian moviegoers are, like, talking a lot. And I don't know if they're just, like, dealing with kids stuff, but there was, like, a lot of noise while we watched it. There was a lot of people just talking out loud and definitely a lot of kids. And I felt bad, honestly, for the people who brought their their small children because it might have been rated PG, but this wasn't a movie that kids would have found anything worthwhile about. No way. And it was almost two hours long. And I was surprised how good the kids were. Probably up until the end, there was one kid... That was just running around, I think, saying, like, you can't make me or something when you could tell that their parents were trying to shush them, just, like, screaming, you can't make me over and over. You will watch Bart Millard. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I just felt really bad for the kids to be in to be in that movie because it's, like, it's a movie for adults. There's nothing a kid's going to really yeah. get out of this. It's almost sad that it's rated PG, but I guess that that's for the Christian <laughs> audience, not so much for the kids. But it's it's yeah. just sad because it sends the message that this could be a movie for kids. It's not. Hey, isn't it weird that this movie is called I Can Only Imagine and it's about this song and then they like kind of like tease you with it like because they talk about it so much and you know it's the frame story about this guy writing the song. And then when you hear the song at the end, it's like totally whatever. But Christian music's kind of like that. I think what was weird is that they took time out of the movie to play the entire song 
Like without any sort of flashes to what other people were doing really? Oh, I don't, with that? I don't think so. I feel like in a song like this that's about like a musician, you would see them play the songs a lot. I think it's weird that song is even like in its entirety is only in it once. Oh, really? I hate that. I hate when people play songs more than once. Like the central problem of the movie was his relationship with his dad. Hands down, that's it. It was weird that like the whole thing was about how the song was for his dad and the song was inspired by his dad and all this stuff. And when he very first started singing, it was like, oh, seeing your face in heaven or something. And I was like, this is one of those songs that could go mainstream like either way because it could just be the person talking about God, but they never really say like Jesus. But then the movie went full Jesus. And I was like, okay, how is this about his dad? You know, because it's about like him seeing Jesus in heaven and not like yeah. a loved one singing, seeing Jesus in heaven or what yeah. they would see or uh, you seeing a loved one in heaven. And it was funny because Amy Grant, the character of Amy Grant was even saying, this got me through a really hard time when someone had died. And so I expected the song to be about a loved one dying and having something to do with like heaven, you know, but mm-hmm. it did not. So that was weird. Um, favorite and least favorite trailer. Uh, this was weird because we saw trailers we don't normally see. Um, I guess whatever Christian movie company made this, which was like Pure Flix, had two trailers for other movies. No, oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. Good, and good eye. One was like a sequel to God's Not Dead, which I like vaguely am aware of, but never saw. I remember the preview for the first God is Not Dead, and it was just like, it was one of those movies where as a non-Christian, you're like, I'm never going to see that. If I had to choose between seeing the first God is Not Dead and the second, I would choose the second. We also saw the trailer for the Pope movie. Which I still have a lot of feelings about and I'd like to see. And some other Christian movie that I don't remember. Oh, it was like a World War II thing. We say World War II, but it's kind of more like a running movie, right? Um, it was like a lot of World War II flashbacks. The guy was in like a Japanese prisoner of war camp. That that one was kind of interesting because it was Christian, but it kind of felt like this one where it probably was more of a personal story and not really over the top with like trying to proselytize or like browbeat anyone. So Maybe. Yeah, but I wasn't into it. I don't want to see that. And I don't think I have to. But the I think the second God is not dead. You might. Right. One of the movies came out on the 30th. Mm-hmm. What's your experience so far? Um, So far, I guess not really different than yesterday. I feel good that we're past the halfway point. Um, I'm definitely sick of doing it, but I feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Same. Twelve more. That's not bad. Nope, not bad at all. Not Less when you've done 19. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Day 19, total running tally is $457.54. Wow, we are really sticking it to them. Close to $500. The next movie on our list is Love, Simon. Aw. What do you mean, aw? I was hoping to be Tomb Raider. Really? But you don't like Tomb Raider either. I know. I'm excited for Love, Simon. I hope yeah. it's going to be good. It might be as good as all the other YA movies, though. I kind of liked uh, Every Day. Yeah. I mean, this is another one where I've read the book, so I am... I guess I should be nervous that it's going to change a mm. lot. Um, Does it have any sort of supernatural element? No. There's no. In the book, there's a mystery. There's a big mystery. But I think that it's possible that they've given away a lot of the mystery in the trailer. Not like the whole of it, but it's going to be easier. If you've seen the trailer a bunch, which luckily I don't think we have, it might be easier to tell how the mystery resolves itself. 19 down, 12 to go. Tomorrow will be 20 down. 
Ooh, 11 to go. Oh, man. Cool. Getting close to single digits. Mm-hmm. Feels good. All right. See you tomorrow.